Hi, everybody. This is Loli Jane, animal communicator and energy healer from animals-speak.com. And you're listening to the Loli Jane Animal Communication Podcast, the show that promises to open your mind and heart to the amazing world of animal communication, energy healing, and what I like to call interspecies therapy. Thank you for joining me. Tune in and you'll learn how animal communication works, why it's so effective for all issues, including behavioral, emotional, physical, and health issues, mirroring, dying, and end-of-life decisions, locating lost animals, talking to animals in spirit, reincarnation, past lives, and much more. In this episode, we'll talk about animal mirroring and how animal communication can address this. Ever wonder why your animals have similar emotional or health issues as you? We'll discuss how animals can mirror their humans' behavioral, emotional, physical, or health issues. Animals can even mirror things like pain, injuries, trauma, acute illnesses, and even chronic disease. I hope this podcast will help you understand what service our animals provide by mirroring our own issues. First, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a certified professional animal communicator and pranic healer. I offer remote and in-person animal communication sessions, energy healing, and even animal communication training workshops and mentoring. So just how does animal mirroring work? As we discussed in previous episodes, sometimes animals' behavioral, emotional, or health issues are not their own. Rather, they may be mirroring you or another family member. Our animals come into our lives for a reason, many times to help us with our lessons. Sometimes we do not see ourselves clearly and what it is that we need to work on and need a not-so-gentle reminder of our issues. This is not always the case, but animal mirroring is very common. Just like your children, partner, or spouse mirrors you, so does your animal. The reason animals do this is to show or tell you or a family member about their own issues. And many times, our animals can even bring attention to an illness or disease that the humans never even knew they had. As your soul animals, they bring you amazing service to mirror your pain, injuries, illness, and even chronic disease states until you have been made aware or can work on yourself or even get treatment. What a gift. The animals want you to see what health or emotional issues you need to work on. It's like holding up a mirror. Haven't you ever seen a person with their animal in tow that has arthritis and may be limping on one side of the body and the animal has the same issue and is also limping on that side of the body? So what specific types of issues are mirrored? As I mentioned, any behavioral, emotional or physical and health issue can be mirrored. Here are some examples. A family member has been diagnosed with anxiety. Your dog may appear to have the same nervous behavior, even shakiness, 
a lot of movement, nervous vocalizations, with the same fidgetiness or even uneasy movements similar to the same anxious behavior as a family member. Another example is, you have been told you have ADHD. Your cat may appear to have the same impatient, restless behavior, lack of focus, even tail chasing or going around in circles, even more so than regular cat behavior. Or a family member who is a veteran has been diagnosed with PTSD and your animal will appear to also have been traumatized with some of the same symptoms as a person. They may be startled by movements or loud noises, have erratic behavior, and fits of isolation and sadness. Another example is your grandmother has just had hip surgery on the right side and is limping, and now your animal out of nowhere also begins to limp on the same side. And how about a foster care situation? A foster caretaker suffers from severe debilitating depression, and their foster animal, who has been with them for over a year, now also appears to have bouts of extreme sadness, isolation, grief, and lack of joy. I could go on and on with examples, but I think you get the picture. I have been asked before, what is the difference between mirroring and empathy? This is a great question. Just like humans, animals can also be empathetic. To be an empath means that you can feel others' emotions and actual pains. I personally am an empath and pick up others' emotions and physical sensations or even pain. Let me tell you a story about a lame horse that needed a healing session. The horse dropped me to the ground in the street when I was on the phone with the person and told them that their animal needed a healing, well, the horse was going to show me what the pain felt like so it could get a healing, but the person hadn't quite agreed to do the healing yet. They were gonna wait on it. And all of a sudden, literally, I'm walking in the street and the horse gave me its pain and I literally fell in the street and I could not get up. And it was just astounding to me, amazing, amazing that uh, the exact pain of the animal. So as soon as I said, I think your horse needs, uh, uh, really needs a healing right now, the pain came right out of me. I mean, like, I didn't feel it at all. It's amazing, um, empathetic pain, what we can feel. Um, I also had a similar situation with a cat client that sent me jaw tightness on one side where I could hardly move my mouth while in a live session with the cat, the client told me that the cat had just had dental surgery. I would say the biggest difference between mirroring and empathy are that being empathetic is not done on the conscious level. It just happens. Whereas mirroring is more of a conscious decision on the part of the animal to help their humans see what they are missing about their health or well-being. In other words, the animals choose to mirror you. So how do you know if your animal is mirroring you or not? This is where hiring an animal communicator like myself comes in handy. I can talk to the animal remotely regarding the behavioral, emotional, physical, or health issue, 
and find out if they are mirroring you or someone else. If your animal tells me they don't know why they have a feeling or a certain symptom or pain, I will then go down the path of mirroring. Clearly, they are trying to show or tell you something. It might be a family member or even an animal caretaker in foster situations or in zoos or rescue sanctuaries. If your animal is mirroring you, what can be done? I can find out if they're willing to drop the mirroring behaviors or the health issues, but they are only willing to do this if the person being mirrored acknowledges that it is their issue and is willing to work on themselves or get treatment. If the person is not willing to look at themselves or work on their own issue, the animal will not, I repeat, not drop the behavior. In fact, some animals are in such service to us, they are willing to die for us and take on our chronic diseases. If a person works on themselves and resolves their emotional or health issues, the animal's behaviors, illness, or disease can mysteriously disappear without any treatment whatsoever. You have heard this amazing story uh, about a cat with an impacted bell on my YouTube channel and other podcasts. Um, but this is a really good example of a very clear mirroring story. So if you haven't heard it, uh, I had a client with a cat with an impacted bell, and they got all kinds of treatments. They went to different vets. They got colonics, um, different change of diet. Um, they even had surgery, I believe, on the animal. And this was going on for some time, just getting worse and worse and worse. So I did a session with the animal, and it came out that it was animal mirroring. And oddly enough, um, and such a learning experience for me, too, was that the cat told me the impacted bell had to do with its person, but not only with its person, but with the whole female family lineage of the house or with the family. And so it was amazing. This all came out. I got all the details, and it had to do with the anger of the mother. And I had no idea. Uh, when I read this back to my client, she told me not only... Am I correct? But she also had an impacted bell and was angry at her mother, didn't speak to her mother. And her mother, the same thing, also had an impacted bell, didn't speak to her mother, and so on and so forth. And so we worked on her instead of the cat. We worked on her issue. And so I helped her. I do human energy healing and emotional healing and soul healing. So we did forgiveness sessions and all that stuff with her. And she called me about three weeks later and she's like, you're not going to believe it. The cat's impacted bell is gone. No further treatment needed. It was amazing. She worked on herself, and she actually got together and started speaking with her mother again and talked to her mother about all of this, who I believe started speaking to her mother. And it changed everything, and the cat's impacted bell was gone. Such an amazing story. So here are three steps that you can take to help. Number one, thank your animal for being such a gift to you to mirror your behaviors, emotions, or health issues. What a gift. Number two, 
remind them that it's okay to let go of the emotion, behavior, or health issue, and that you have been alerted now and you will work on yourself. And number three, then you must really work on yourself. You must actually do the work or treatment or the animal will not stop mirroring you. If you have heard my other podcast, I talked about how you can't lie to animals because they can hear your thoughts. This means you can't lie or pretend with an animal that you are doing something or taking action when you are not. So you truly, truly, truly have to work on yourself, your own issues, or get help and treatment. What do you do if you don't know how to begin your healing process? First, be honest with yourself. Since your animals have brought this issue to your attention, and it clearly impacts your beloved animals, there's no point in sweeping this under the carpet or lying to yourself about a personal issue. Next, start with a list of issues or traits that are being brought up by your animal. Then, for each issue, write down what you think is the root cause. You may not know what the root cause is, and that is okay, too. If you don't know the cause, it could be from an early childhood issue, which you have no memory. It could also be from deep-rooted issues from past lifetimes. When we do the podcast episode on past lives, you will learn that your soul animals reincarnate with you over and over again to help you with your lessons. Realize what is being brought forward now and may have happened many times before and it's just a repeated pattern from past lifetimes. Awareness is always the first step. If you are at a complete and total loss, I can help you in a couple of ways. I can do a session with you where I am channeling your angels and guides to get divine guidance and very important questions answered. During the session, it's going to be live and you may hear from your angels and guides or you may not. And in that case, I can hear for you and get your questions answered, and also get a step on the path of healing and what, what is the first step for you. I can also do a past life regression on what I call the biggie life issues, you know, the issues that you've been working on your whole lifetime, which are very, very, very hard to overcome. Those are the issues that sometimes go back into past lives. And I can do a a regression and bring your animals along with a regression. I can find out the first lifetime that you had your issues, where they started from, as well as other lifetimes where these issues presented themselves and how your animal was with you in many of these lifetimes Again, helping you overcome these issues. Regardless of the path your healing takes, just know you are not alone. And there is much help for you to overcome these insurmountable obstacles.
Another very effective technique is called EFT, or Emotional Freedom Technique. This is a finger-tapping technique that you use on your body. You will be tapping certain pressure points or meridians while instructing your body of how you want to feel. You may have seen this before on social media. I really like this technique because you don't have to deny or pretend that you don't have something or that the issue doesn't exist with just positive affirmations. It's not just about positive affirmations. You can actually feel the pain or the hurt or whatever it is while going through the process and tapping. And again, you don't have to deny that you actually have it. Instead, you have a great tool for immediate relief with an issue when it arises, especially in the height of it. If you're going through a pain issue or um, emotional issue, that is a time to do EFT, and you will see a noticeable, I mean, noticeable difference. It's worked for me, and it works on both the physical and emotional issues. I use this when I get headaches or pain, and like I said, when you're in the middle of the issue, when you do this tapping technique, it's almost magical. It's astounding. It really does work very well. So I bet you didn't know that we would be talking about you and your healing issues. Did you? You thought we would be just talking about the animals. But again, this is precisely why your animals bring you the amazing gift of mirroring. So just remember, you are not alone and you have your animals and me as a resource for your healing journey. Here are some great questions from clients related to animal mirroring. Number one, do species carry knowledge of experience with humans from generation to generation? Great question. The answer, yes, they bring their soul lessons from other lifetimes where it is needed. They don't have amnesia like humans. And when I talk about the generation to generation, do you remember our cat with the impacted bell story? So that was a great example of this question where it is not only the animal's issue, but they're showing you that throughout your lifetimes over and over again, you had these repeated patterns through generational um, families. So yes, great question. Number two, every time my dog goes to the vet, he gets so upset and makes him throw up. How can I help? So I would say have the vet come to you for a home visit. You could try a different vet also or use alternative therapies. Find out what makes him feel this way. He could be mirroring your fear or stress you have of taking him to the vet. That sounds very odd, but it's almost like a double mirroring. So if you decide you're going to take your animal to the vet, and all of a sudden you find yourself getting super stressed out or fearful that he's going to cause you know, a ruckus or whatever it is, it's almost like he can mirror your anxiety or your stress or your fear about taking him to the vet. So it may not be his issue of being afraid to go to the vet, and maybe he is mirroring 
your anxiety about taking him to the vet. So that needs to be addressed and looked at and can be resolved that way. So absolutely great question. And the third question is, how can I be sure that I am not projecting my feelings onto my animal? That's an excellent question. And I would remind your animal that you are aware of your own issues, whatever you have discovered that they are, and that they do not have to show you anymore about yourself. And that, as I said before, to work on your own issues. So it's, again, remind them what, you know, thank them for being a gift of service. Remind them that you got it. You hear them loud and clear. You understand what your own issues are, that they don't have to take this on again. And, you know, ask them to release it or tell them that they don't have to take it on. So excellent, excellent questions. That brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you have a much greater understanding of the value of animal mirroring and how much animal communication can help with addressing these types of issues. Find out if your animals are mirroring you. Book your session now. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain, and you may even see overnight dramatic results as well as opening your mind, heart, and spirit to your deep connections with your animals. I am available for animal communication and energy healing sessions and also have upcoming professional animal communicator training workshops. For more information, please visit my website at animals-speak.com or by emailing me at lowlyjaneanimalcommunication at gmail.com. Be sure to follow and subscribe for special segments only available to subscribers. And join us next week for how animal communication can help with death, dying, and the dreaded end-of-life decisions. As always, love and gratitude for listening to the Lowly Jane Animal Communication and Healing Podcast. This podcast was created, produced, recorded, researched, and edited by Lowly Jane, and it's a product of Lowly Jane Animal Communication and Healing. Thank you.